Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 4th of May of the year 2020, and may the 4th of May be with you, as they say. <laughs> Happy birthday today to Lance Bass, singer in NSYNC and man who famously didn't go to space. Great cameo in the 2001 Hollywood classic Zoolander, though. On this day in history, in 1715, a French manufacturer debuted the first folding umbrella, before which time umbrellas were just small slate roofs that people carried around with the help of two donkeys. And in 1954, on this day, the first intercollegiate court tennis match was played in the US. It was between Yale and Princeton, and it was immediately called off after it was realised that both sides were fielding players so painfully wealthy that the nation couldn't afford an injury on either side. And on this day in 1979, Margaret Thatcher became Britain's first woman prime minister, proving that feminism is inadequate if it merely allows women to replicate the mistakes of ruthless patriarchal systems of government predicated on dominance rather than attributing value to traditionally feminised characteristics like nurturing and cooperation. Coming up today, we'll be bringing you all the latest in science news with the man who once locked himself in a laboratory for 30 days with eight other celebrities as part of the Lab Rats reality TV recreation of the deeply ethically unsound Stanford prison experiments, Andy Zaltzman. Andrew, welcome back to the show. I'm getting some terrible, terrible flashbacks from that. Do, <laughs> do you ever know what happened to... Uh, did they ever find out what happened to um, former former tennis player Hannah Mandlakova after that show? I'm pretty sure that there was a non-disclosure agreement assigned right. by every party to those experiments, so we, we've never found out. But I like to think that she's roaming free in the wilderness. <laughs> Coming up today, all that science news. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. 
In the news today, in Italy, the Wiggles government has announced a plan for slowly coming out of quarantine, which includes a mandatory body check for all Italians before they resume work. In order to gain access to public spaces again, every Italian will pass through a scanner that will measure coronavirus levels in their various body parts, starting from head and shoulders, then moving to knees and toes. As long as they're clear from head and shoulders down to the knees and toes, they can return to life as usual. That's head and shoulders, knees and toes. Knees and toes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Australia and New Zealand are in chaos, having realised almost a week too late that both nations forgot to celebrate Anzac Day. Anzac Day celebrates the forging of national identity of the Australian New Zealand Army Corps at Gallipoli in Turkey and is generally considered an unofficial national day for both countries. Its motto is Lest We Forget, which makes this painfully awkward for all involved. Officials are yet to announce whether we celebrate it late or just pretend it didn't happen and celebrate it double next year. And that's all the time we have for for your headlines today because now it's time for your ads. And it's time for your ad section now because you can't be what you can't buy. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the brand new Tourism Board of New New Zealand whose menacing Federated Octopus tribes have demanded we play the following statement. Delicious humans, come to New New Zealand. It is full of sights. Sights you will at least temporarily see. We have lots of space and large mountains. Send only your biggest and healthiest specimens for maximum tourism. We enjoy learning new cultures and looking at your small number of arms and the way you keep your brains in your heads. Let us exchange knowledge. Our beautiful natives will embrace you with our many, many arms. For fun, it will be fun. New New Zealand. If you're dry or itchy, drop on by Wet Dave's Moisture Emporium. Wet Dave's got all the liquid for all your liquid needs. By the gallon, ocean, drop or trickle, Wet Dave will wet your whistle with a tongueful or vase. Drop on by for our 50% off special on half a glass of water. Yes, that's half a glass of water for half the price of a full glass of water. Wet Dave's Moisture Emporium. Being wetter has never felt better. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. And now it's time for your top story. Your top story today is science news brought to you by Mr. Andrew Zaltzman. Uh, what's happening in the world of science, Andrew? Well, uh, a lot of infighting um, in, in science. Science has been, uh, ironically, uh, put under the microscope. <laughs> See how you like it, science. <laughs> um, and we've seen um, you know, the various different branches of science, and we know there's many different branches of science, uh, football being just one of them for any fans of 1980s <laughs> British television. Um, 
Um, yeah, science, uh, heads of science faculties at some of the world's most prestigious uh, academic institutions have been uh, um, quite literally at loggerheads. Uh, I don't know what a literal loggerhead is, but let's assume that it, you know you can have a literal uh, loggerhead um, at the prestigious West Honksprit Institute of Scientific Knowledge, or <laughs> WISC, um, which, uh, of course, their, their college football team known as the Whiskers has been uh, uh, doing very well in their virtual American uh, sports leagues recently. Um, anyway, the uh, very public physical fight a couple of days ago between... Um, the head of the chemistry department, Professor Don Ray Guggenlach, and um, Dr. Elmore Puko, the head of physics, who, according to witnesses, went at it like it was a 19th century bare-knuckle brawl. Um, Guggenlach uh, shouted at Puko, physics is mostly guesswork, and who gives a f- how stars die? Seriously, look at the sky. There's plenty to f- spare before Puko hit back with you. Chemists wouldn't know a real bit of science if it exploded out of its test tube into your testicles. So, quite... <laughs> Clearly, the, the, the pressure on science to you know find a way out of the current social and political mess is something that science is really struggling to to come to terms with. It is, it is being you know blow, blown apart from a uh, almost like the Big Bang all over again, but very very different uh, in every single way. Medical science has been getting a particularly bad rap. At the moment, a group of militant marine biologists picketed a pharmaceutical R&D laboratory with giant inflatable leeches uh, just yesterday as a light aeroplane <laughs> flew past, trailing a banner saying, why not try these again? They'll probably work just as well as the cures you haven't come up with yet, you monkey-bothering wasters. Um, this led to uh, <laughs> the head of the research team in the, uh, the laboratory uh, storming out to confront the uh, Marinistas with a syringe in one hand, a confused porcupine in the other. Um, and uh, shouting, uh, you tell us how to do our jobs when you've found a cure for sharks, you subaquatic whack jobs. Um, <laughs> it's interesting, Alice, that you know, medical science has very much been a victim of its own success uh, when you look at this current crisis, because really the whole crisis was essentially caused by medical science having been too good for for too long and providing us with cures and vaccines. So when we don't have a cure and a vaccine, we we, we kind of panic and think, oh, well, we don't really like the prospect of death. Uh, whereas if medical <laughs> science had been as shit as it used to be when this virus broke out, everyone would have simply said, oh, well, God's obviously a bit cross with us. We better sing it, sing our hymns a bit louder and just <laughs> got on with stuff and, and uh, died quite happily. Um, uh, political science, meanwhile, uh, that's uh, well, clearly, I, I don't know if that counts as a branch of science or a branch of witchcraft, but I mean, the, 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 the delineation between the two historically has always been rather blurred. Uh, and is becoming more so by the day. But political science has been recalibrating its own calculations regarding the electorally optimum number of deaths in a crisis to give the government a boost in the opinion polls before it tips <laughs> over to too much. That tipping point from we all need to come together at this time of collective crisis in which X thousand people have died, tipping into holy living shit, the government have let X thousand plus one people die. It's a very delicate <laughs> political uh, equation uh, to write. What One other aspect of uh, uh, of the the impact of um, this crisis on science is uh, just the term science fiction uh, i know you're a, a huge fan of science fiction as a genre yes Alice, indeed really battling for its future after the term has been uh, co-opted to describe all government briefings um some science <laughs> some fiction the big difference being there's no aliens that's really the only difference now <laughs> Um, uh, no aliens that we know of yet. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, when President Trump has been suggesting that it might be possible 
uh, well, either to um, summon some some aliens to draw the virus uh, away from Earth by a kind of alien osmosis program that he thinks he saw in a 50s B-movie. He's also suggested it might be possible to develop <laughs> cell-sized micro-warheads to inject into the bloodstream to hunt down the viruses and nuke them. Um, this was after... Um, the White House uh, movie night um, uh, watched the 1980s film Inner Space and gave him some some exciting ideas. So, uh, yeah, it's a difficult time for science because public faith, Alice, in science has been undermined. I mean, it, it, for Ooh. some time, really. And I think what this crisis has taught us above all else <laughs> is that science is not as baffled and ignorant about the world and, and, and universe as the rest of us are, but it is more baffled and ignorant about the universe than we assumed that science was. <laughs> And, you know, people are already starting to twig that if you whack on a lab coat and use big numbers and fancy weird-sounding terminology, people do give you a of a lot more leeway than they might otherwise. So uh, interesting times in the scientific community. Fascinating times. That's all the time we have for, for our top story of this week, of course, because now it's time for your letters to the editor. And your letter to the editor now. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and guest, that's you today, Andrew. Can you confirm the swirling rumours that Dancy Lagarde and not Guillermo del Toro is the writer behind Moist Monster Love Story, The Shape of Water? And if so, will Ms Lagarde finally admit that she only adopted the del Toro pseudonym to hide the payments she's been taking from Big Water all along in return for stories that showcase their product? How can we trust art when so many artists, especially comedians, are making big butts from fat corporate sponsorships? Surely art is only true when its makers are starving. Stay hungry, Tom. Uh, well, Andrew, as somebody who just bought his seventh house with the proceeds of his continuing reality television uh, show career, what do you say to this accusation that what you do isn't art? Uh, well, I mean, art is what the artists define it as, and I, I see my my career not as entertainment, although clearly I, I brought joy to <laughs> arguably billions, trillions, maybe of, of people. Given that, <laughs> I assume my work will live on for all all eternity. Um, I, I see my 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 career as a you know a, a performance art piece, really, from from birth until death, which in many ways is what all our lives. Ah, oh, so if I'm, I'm I'm telling you it's a piece of art, and you cannot uh, you cannot argue with that. That's that's the nature of art. You know, if if I say it's art, it's art. Now your only comeback is to say it's shit art, and you know you might have a point. Well, I, my response to you, Tom, is that uh, Dancy Lagarde has first of all, who said that she's a Ms. or that she's a she? Yeah. Uh, Nobody knows Dancy Lagarde is an extremely mysterious online author and we don't know what gender Dancy um, claims. Secondly, Dancy Lagarde's never spoken about half a glass of water. I feel that you are conflating ideas in your head, which is a modern tendency for people to do, things that are in proximity to one another get infused with the meaning of one another. I think you should probably sit back, uh, have a nice cup of tea, maybe half a glass of water, and stop uh, spinning out these wild conspiracy theories that can only do us all harm and uh, probably pull your head in, Tom. That's my answer. <laughs> That's all the time we have for your letters to the editor. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest today was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. Andy, have you got anything to plug? 
Well, um, as you know, uh, us and the celebrity community have been doing everything we can to raise money for the industries that have been particularly badly affected by the lockdown. And spiritual mediums have been really hit by uh, by by the lockdown. People are no longer able to go to their <laughs> mysterious tents to commune with the dead or, or meet them at um, at festivals and, and wherever else you might be. So there's um, going to be a, a charity haunting um, uh, <laughs> next week where... Um, if you pledge a certain amount of money to the uh, to the fundraising cause, um, then I or a number of other celebrities will haunt a person of your choice. So it will provide you with a um, uh, just an audio file to mysteriously play through someone's bedroom door while they're asleep, pretending to be the ghost of you know, myself. Or obviously, you know, it requires a certain suspension of disbelief because I am still alive but but really it's the principle I mean in many ways being haunted by someone who's clearly still alive is slightly more frightening than someone who's already dead so it could be a good way of score settling also yeah a good conversation piece um around the family dinner table because you know to break up the tedious conversations about when the lockdown will uh will fully end and when life will return to at least uh, 3% of normality. So um, do go to the uh, the usual uh, online page and, um, you know, I, I can be really spooky um, if, uh, if uh, there's a good cause, which um, this certainly is. Brilliant, brilliant. Go and support that cause. Uh, if you want to watch my stand-up special, it's called Savage and it's on Amazon Prime right now. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I'm Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. The sub-executive producer is Harriet Wells. And as we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The fertility doctor Jan Karbat was renowned for getting amazing results. Women who were desperate for children would visit him at his Rotterdam clinic. Many would leave pregnant. But when the clinic closed, rumours circulated about the methods the doctor used to achieve his success. My name's Jenny Kleeman, and I've been investigating what happened in Karbat's clinic. It's the story of a doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. The Immaculate Deception, a brand new podcast from something else, coming on March 18th, wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.